Barbara DeVito, The Healing Touch. You're in good hands with craniosacral therapy. This is episode 109 of Alternative Health Tools Podcast. In this episode of Alternative Health Tools, we learn that craniosacral therapy is a potential antidote to several ailments that are unfortunately trending as a result of the stresses and strains of the COVID era. Good afternoon. It's Wednesday, October 28th, 2020, and today I have the privilege of speaking with Barbara DeVito, a craniosacral therapist. My name is Kim Shea. I'm the co-host of Alternative Health Tools on this side of the pond in lovely Carlsbad, California. Welcome, Barbara. It's so nice to see you again. Hi, Kim. Nice to see you again, too. Yeah. So I had a session with you. I had no knowledge of craniosacral therapy until I had a session with you a couple of weeks ago, and it was lovely. And Your hands were hot, which I found very interesting. Can you tell us what it is that you're doing and what your background is. So when you actually are performing it, what are you doing and how did you come into this? Sure. So my background is I started off as a massage therapist for a natural medicine center. And then I ended up doing lymphatic therapy. My whole life I've been interested in alternative therapy. And finally, I met a headache and facial pain specialist who hired me and he asked me to please take a craniosacral class that would help his headache and facial pain people. So I went to class one 15 years ago and somehow I was hooked. The minute I went to this course, it was gentle. That's the kind of therapy I like to do. There's tons of research. It works with the nervous system. So my hot hands had very little to do with it. Sometimes Mm. they get warm or hot but there's different systems in our body. And the craniosacral system was discovered by Dr. Upledger. He was helping during surgery. He was supposed to hold the spine still and the spine wouldn't stand still. So he followed that rhythm back and forward and studied it and found out the cerebrospinal fluid pumps up in the spine into the brain and feeds the brain with nutrients and takes out what we don't need. So he started teaching people, and it's been way over 100,000 people. He's passed away. Upletcher Institute is still teaching and has tons of research if people are more interested in finding out who is being helped. I see a lot of people with chronic pain, headache, facial pain, neck pain, back pain, stress, anxiety, all those things seem to be happening quite often. And people have looked for this or that as a solution. And sometimes they don't even remember anymore what it's like to be relaxed. Mm -hmm. So once the craniosacral therapy, the system relaxes, that's when the body starts wanting to heal its own systems again and has the energy. Okay. So when you're performing this therapy, then like if somebody has migraines, like I get those frequently and they last for about three days, it's pretty unpleasant. So this is the kind of thing then that would go in and help my body to do what it's supposed to be doing anyway. Is that what you're saying by 
doing what you're doing? Often there's compressions. So in craniosacral therapy, there's a lot of work on the head and in the occiput. And you're basically lifting up and helping that compression to kind of lift. But the pressure is five gram, that of a nickel. So when you work with your head and neck, you have to know what to do. You have to be trained. And then you also have to be trained to feel the person's craniosacral rhythm. It pumps six to 12 times per minute. So when people are very tired, you barely feel anything. I would think an acupuncturist does the same thing when they feel the pulse. So once you feel that rhythm, you work with the rhythm of the person. And so your head was really tight. So I knew the areas to go to. And then your body was responding. Many people do respond, but every now and then there is a person who doesn't feel anything. Maybe the chemistry isn't right between the therapists. So what I see keeps me going. It's my calling. I want to do this for the rest of my life. I want to take more courses. I've taken many courses in the last few years, one about craniosacral and the brain, craniosacral and chronic depletion. There's also courses where you learn how to talk. If a client tells you all their worries and has been through a trauma, there's a certain way to help them by, first of all, listening or asking the right questions. So craniosacral therapy has a lot of different areas to work with. That's good to know. So like I know somebody is struggling with fibromyalgia and has been for years. So that's not spine, is it? Or is that something that you it's can work with? Autoimmune always has to do with the nervous system. Okay. And the nervous system controls the immune system. I've had quite a few fibromyalgia people who say they feel better. However, I'm not a magician. I'm always <laughs> reminding people part of the whole thing is also to eat well, to stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it has to be more of a holistic approach sometimes yes. for some yes. of the things we're talking about. If you want wonderful results, absolutely. Yes. Okay. And do you advise on that? If you can tell somebody's not eating. But I don't take control. I'm counting on people's responsibility. It's my experience. If they're not ready to make any change, I'm not going to be able to make them do it. But if they're really interested, they know, like I know somebody who had 15 years of headaches and within three months of craniosacral, his headaches were disappearing. And he learned that he was working on cars and the way he used his shoulders that was part of the problem and he changed this habit. So I go as far as this, but then people have to go home and realize, am I working on the computer too many hours? Am I lifting my shoulders during sleep? And then we can work together and brainstorm what would be good for them to change. Okay. So you're more like a partner with them if they yes. are willing to be that. It's a teamwork relationship. So they should let me know if something doesn't feel right. I have sensitive people who say, can't you do a little less? It seems too much when I go home. Others mm -hmm. say, I didn't feel enough. Can you do a little more? So I would say a session is always teamwork. Yes. So you mentioned earlier that your hands, because I had said your hands were hot and you said sometimes they aren't. Is that not you sending energy towards your hands? Are they just naturally warm or is that something you are doing to send energy. Kind of funny. I think it's just naturally happening. Ah. I've been studying healing for many, many years because I have my own story where I wasn't doing so well. 
However, often I ask my hands to go to the right spot and they do, but mm -hmm. I can only be playful because I have 15 years experience. When you first take courses in craniosacral therapy, it's like a recipe how to bake. They are very strict how to do it and they don't let you out of this course until you understand how to feel a person's rhythm and work with it and which areas to go. And then they build in course number two, if people have TMJ, there's even ways to stretch the muscles inside the mouth, which right now might not be the right time with COVID going on. Then in lesson number three, they teach you how to hold a conversation if somebody is going through a trauma. And they always remind therapists to take care of your own self too. Because you cannot be a good body worker if you know, never go and don't get your own body work. That makes a lot of sense. Some self-care for yourself. And I'm sure just yeah. phys physically and mentally, it could be draining doing what you're doing. Take breaks in between. And I often I go home and I feel really happy because my people are oh. smiling. They're feeling better. I get wonderful thank you messages. So I think it all depends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's nice. I'm glad to yeah. hear that. Yes. So with the training, it's not like you take three classes or whatever and you're out. They're they're making sure you've really got the technique oh, down. Yes. Okay. I believe in your sacral, you have to have practice. And that's what Dr. Upletcher was saying as well. It takes up to 10 years to really understand the body. He, wow. him, as a doctor, he was saying that. So practice is key to being successful in this therapy. It seems like it would be a relaxing course to take, even though it takes a long okay. time, but just oh, you're yeah. getting a lot from it. There's lecture and then you work on each other. So usually after day four, you go home feeling absolutely wonderful. Yes. Mm, yeah. Nice. That's really yeah. neat. Yeah. yeah. You said in the beginning that there was a bit, it sounds like you're seeing an uptick in anxiety and head pain. It sounded like you said you were seeing more cases in that. Is is that what yeah. you were saying? There's more Absolutely. now? I want to say I see three times as much anxiety, depression, sleep problems than I have in the past. And I do believe it has to do with what people are going through right now. Lots of fear. And that can set in the body. Yeah, yeah. So and what you I also see is once people start talking about it, then they don't hold it inside as much. And I think that's important too. Yeah. So the body and the mind work together. Once the mind is relaxed, the body starts relaxing. Or once the body is relaxed, the mind starts relaxing. That makes sense. And I know when I left, I had no idea how long it was taking. It was supposed to be just a little 15 minute sample. And I was stunned when I walked out and I thought, well, when you were working on me, I thought I'm almost starting to feel like 20 minutes. I had no idea. It was more like 45 minutes. So it, it's a very relaxing thing. And I felt very relaxed and elevated at the same time for the rest of the day. I felt energy from it as well. And I feel it's nice. It's hands on, it's soft and people lay fully closed. So if people have been to many doctors, to many different therapies and deal with serious issues, they might feel less vulnerable instead mm. of like in a massage, you know, getting kind of naked under the blanket. Yeah. Yeah. It was very relaxing. It felt like we were in a little bit of a cocoon there. It was a very nice experience. Yeah. 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 So when you're seeing these people are having more problems right now, would you have any recommendations for people about what they could do during this time? Certainly love breathing techniques, nature. I think everybody needs to find what's right now. We're all supposed to stay home a little more. So 
I would say people often know what they liked as children, maybe to think for a second, what did I like as a child? Maybe I can do this again. I'm doing more drawing right now. I love nature. So yeah, yeah. The old fashioned recommendations. (laughs) Yeah, it's what we need. I think there is a draw right now for people to go back to basics, like they're baking bread, they're yeah. raising chickens. They're they're wanting to do all these homesteading things again. So that yeah. does make sense. Yeah. So what's one of your best success stories? Could you share one of those? I have several. I think one of the bigger ones was that person who had migraines for 15 years. And I only had taken my first course in craniosacral and was going exactly like the recipe told me where to go. And he used to get massages beforehand uh, from me. And we didn't see, it helped for a day or two, but we didn't see the big change. And then I asked him if I could do craniosacral therapy on him. And he thought this was a weird therapy, but opened. And he came weekly for one session. And after three months, he didn't have to come anymore. His headaches were gone. Sometimes I also have autistic kids where the parents tell me the kids are less aggressive. I just had a big thank you text last week from a mother of a child who had a traumatic birth and the child is very hyper and can't relax. And we did 20 minutes on this child. Mother sat right next to him. And then she texted me how much calmer he was, which made me very happy. That's why I'm doing this work. Yeah, yeah. That would be rewarding, I would think. I, I read in the brochure that I took from your office that you can work on children who have torticollis and they tend to tip their head to one side and yeah. there may have been some kind of a tie between torticollis and colic. So how young, because that would be a young child, how young do you work on? I work on children four years and up. There is a baby course. So okay. um, people can always find a therapist on upledger.com who've taken this pediatric course. And then sometimes there's a traumatic birth, as you say, colicky babies, they can find somebody who's taken that course. I wish I would have known about this years ago. I had two colicky babies. and It was rough. So what what a nice thing to know you can do it even for an older child. It sounds like a wonderful, wonderful process. Yeah. And so now you also mentioned that you might be taking some more coursework. Yes, yes. So right now I'm taking a course. It's an online course for three months and it's called craniosacral therapy. And it works with the different systems, how they are connected. How is the heart working with the lungs? And then what can body workers do? So we have a demonstration from our teacher all online. I just love learning. I noticed. And since I work as a craniosacral therapist, I take classes in different directions. Yes. I think that's great. You're always expanding your knowledge. And it sounds like what you're learning now might be relevant to the COVID virus where you're talking about the lungs. Would any of this be considered preventive, preventative type steps that you would be taking? One considers that the nervous system controls the immune system. It would be very preventative to basically the more your body and mind is relaxed, whatever comes your way, the better you can handle it. They've even done some studies. If somebody has a car accident and is really angry, they have more injuries than the same person having a car accident and being in a really happy mood. So there's some interesting studies out there. 
That is interesting. And it, yeah. it does make sense. Yeah. What, what kind of vibration? Sometimes I'm a little surprised how little responsibility clients want to take. They literally feel I'm coming for an hour. I've had this problem for 20 years and this is supposed to be fixed right now. So that is something where I'm, you know, have to educate them. They have to do their homework too and look at their life a little bit. Yeah. And some people love talking about it and some they, they feel that's a private issue. So my homework is to be respectful towards whoever walks in and give them the most caring session I can give. And then the other homework is that I take care of myself on my days off. I think that so, sounds very balanced. Yeah. 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 So let's say someone's going to, I can't imagine a therapist not working well with, I mean, a, a client not working well with you because you have such a lovely demeanor. But if somebody went to go see a craniosacral therapist and it wasn't a good fit, does the craniosacral therapist have the right to say, this isn't working Absolutely. out? I can't help Absolutely. you. It's absolutely perfect to say, I feel we are not the right match. Or if I see that somebody, maybe there's more mental problems, I can refer to a psychologist or maybe this, we are not the right match, or maybe they need a different kind of therapy because the problems in a different area where I'm not trained in. Okay. So yeah. you're aware of the bigger picture a lot of times yeah. about, okay, that's really nice to hear. Yeah. Did you mention lymphatic therapy? Did you mention that in the beginning? Lymphatic drainage? Yes. Yes. Can you tell me what that is? Because I don't know. Yeah. So we all have a lymph system. And when we have a cold and you have swollen glands on your neck, that's the mm -hmm. lymph system. There's too many toxins in there. So in lymphatic drainage, again, there's a training and then you can train your body from those toxins. If you jump a trampoline, you're also doing lymphatic drainage. So there's exercises. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there's that dry brushing where before you take a shower, you do a dry brushing on your skin up towards your heart. That's mm -hmm. also to help your lymph system to train toxins. Yeah. We have so many wonderful systems in our body. It's quite fun to learn about them. Yes. And of course, massage is also wonderful. So if I see you and you have a super tight neck, I will massage your muscles for a moment because all those systems are working together. I yeah. like how holistic this all is and how you have such an awareness of it too, how you can really help people. Thank the you. The total body. That's really great. Yeah. All right. So I would just recommend that people go find somebody who does craniosacral therapy in their area because I really did enjoy it and I will come back to see you again. It was a really nice time for self-care. If nothing else, it was a nice session for self-care, but I I'm interested in exploring a lot more of it with you and very interested also in some of the preventative measures that we can take to maintain our health. Thank you, Kim. This was my very first podcast ever. <laughs> you made it pleasant. Thank you. It was really enjoyable to talk to you and I was happy to learn more about this. And it's just, it really is amazing the science that goes into it. And and thank you for telling us about the other aspects too, like Dr. Opplicher and I will we'll look that up and we'll have all that in the show notes as well as your contact information in case someone's in the area and they'd like to come see you. Sound good? All right. All right. Well, Thank you again. This has been Kim Shea, your co-host of Alternative Health Tools. And we've been talking today to Barbara DeVito, a craniosacral therapist located in Carlsbad, California. Thank you so much for your time, Barbara. 
Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Audio edits by Sin Callup. Episode notes by Dave Herndon. Mix and mastered by John Beethan and produced by Heard Not Seen Media, imaginepodcasting.com.